As a parent, no two days are ever the same. At Care.com, you can find trusted and flexible sitters to help manage your family's ever-changing schedule. Care.com can even help you out with housekeepers, dog walkers, senior caregivers, and more. So you can find care for all you love. And 100% of caregivers who use Care.com have been background checked with CareCheck, a key first step in hiring confidently. To get the help you need to make it all work, sign up now and find a great sitter at Care.com. Long weekends are all about getting a little you time. And at the Home Depot, you time means you building, you drilling, you doing, you recharging, you saving, and you going back for more. Do Labor Day your way and get a free 18-volt battery with select Milwaukee Power Toolkit purchases at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hasn't season two been just an amazing adventure all on its own? I mean, thinking about how many people that we got to meet and how many amazing stories we were able to listen to and people were able to tell, I mean, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible to be able to bring that to you guys. And I just hope that you loved it just as much as I did. Now, I want to thank you. I want to thank all of my grievers, all of my listeners, and just say thank you so much for your support, your love, your continued show that you care, that you appreciate what I'm doing. I can't do this without you, and you know it, and you appreciate that. And I just want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for allowing me to bring this content to you and to to allow me to be human. There's been a couple times where I have fell short on my posting, on my uploading episodes. I'm just a human. I'm just a simple little girl who... No. No. I'm not a little girl. I am a grieving woman who needs time to breathe and to be human and sometimes I hate social media so I literally let that go first (laughs) when it comes to posting if something is going to fall short it's going to be my social media and I am so sorry but if I had a team here My social media would be popping all the time. But, you know, it's not all about that. It's not all about the likes. It's not all about the comments or the shares. It's about... It's about the downloads. And only I can see the downloads. None of you guys can, so... (laughs) Only I know my stats. And I'll plan on keeping it that way. So you don't use it against me in a court of law. I'm just joking. I want to wrap up season two 
was some of the highlights. And I'm not going to bring on everybody that was a part of season two because messing with a lot of audio is extremely difficult. Like my Touchy Subjects podcast, there's three lines of audio. And in order to bring that special clip to you guys, it would have to be three lines of audio. And I just don't want to have to, I just don't want to deal with that because I'm still processing everything and I've been holding on to this wrap up for over a week now and I'm like Jesse just do it just do it so we can have closure and move on to season three and yes there is going to be a season three there (laughs) there was like an Italian accent there there is gonna be a season three (laughs) sorry I am like I've been up since 5.30 this morning and it is just kicking my butt. But I refuse to fall asleep because I have things I need to do. I just met up with my psychiatrist. Shout out to Dr. Garrett. Always helping me out. Always bringing on guests and stuff. And I have therapy in a little bit. Shout out, Sarah. Shout out to my therapist, Sarah. She the real one. But, like I was saying. Let's kind of recap some of the highlights of season two that you guys and I thought were quite interesting. I want to start with Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha the Median. She is one cool, cool cat. I may have showed a little favoritism towards her, but... How could you not? She literally talks to the dead. Like if she if she wanted to, she could relay the message back to my mom and be like, you know, Jesse's not doing so good. And then next thing you know, Jesse's getting yelled at by her ghost mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes my mom does yell at me, but it's more of like, Jesse, stop doing that. Or, you know, stop crying. Those kind of yells. Um, and yeah, I, I can definitely understand my mom yelling at me. It's like some Stranger Things connection or whatever, but that's the only way I can describe it. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about... Or not talk about, but let's revisit the conversation we had with Marsha on people believing her and believing in her and her abilities because I thought that was so important because she uses that as a driving force to still help people if someone didn't believe in me then I wouldn't I wouldn't no I'd be like piss off but she literally uses that and is like okay I'm going to help you today and we'll see if you believe or not so let's go ahead and check that out When my dad crossed, I said I spent the night with him also, and he was unable to speak. But as at his passing, he said, "I'll always just be a heartbeat away." Wow. So it it is very true that they're there, and and as I said before, uh, those who disbelieve just need a moment, um, an op- an opportunity uh, to have someone, whoever, uh, give them true true uh, validation. Because spirit is wonderful at that. 
they uh, they will make sure that whatever information is given is indisputable. Uh, I find sometimes people say, "Why? Well, that's not what I expected." I said, "Is this not? You know, I can say is this generally what I say is this, do you, do you connect with this? Do you understand why they would say this?" And they use different things that you wouldn't expect just for that reason. Um, very simple things uh, they will bring up just so that you know. And, and when someone first says, well, I wasn't waiting for that information. No, <laughs> this is their time. They're, you came here to hear from them. You didn't come here to talk, you know, tell them what you wanted. They came. The connection is for them to share with you what they think is important. Right. Uh, and it can be a moment that you just didn't uh, put any importance to, but they did. I mean, wow. Just hearing her voice again is absolutely incredible. I think it's so exciting to know that our loved ones are out there trying to get our attention and they bring forth these messages and these signs that only you know. And poor Marsha is probably like, man, what in the world? Why is this person making me say bed skirts? You know, like... <laughs> I think that is so cool. I hope that you enjoyed Marsha just as much as I did. And if you haven't listened to her interview, she is amazing. She is episode 10. She's episode 10, I think. Yes. Episode 10, Meet Marsha Lynn. So, oh my God, we're almost at 20 episodes. Oh my God. It's not crazy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I think that's crazy. Almost 20 episodes to think about where I came from and to now. It's like, wow. Okay. So next, how could we forget about Miss Valerie DeLugo, the relationship therapist? And I loved having her on because she was so fun. She was so bright. She was so bubbly. And she knew exactly how to say things that we were thinking. And I wanted to revisit her interview where we talked about how it was just so difficult to just simply communicate. And how we had this idea of, you know, the movies where everyone knew what to do, but in real life we have to literally tell other people like hey this is what I want can you do this for me and if you can't let's find a way to do it I don't know I don't know how communication works I'm just here for fun so let's go ahead and see what she had to say mm -hmm. I just want to start off by asking you one simple question why is communicating so hard in relationships <laughs> well, I have to say, too, as having a master's degree in psychology of the marriage and family, I am still not a perfect communicator either. <laughs> it's it is a journey. It is a lifelong journey. Oh, I think it's difficult because it takes so much sensitivity and time to actually check in with ourselves and figure out first what is actually happening in our thoughts, our mind, our emotion, our body, our bodily sensations? We we really downplay that. Right. Yeah. Um, 
But I love the quote that says a lot of life is just us trying to not feel certain bodily sensations, right? Like <laughs> the easy ones are like public speaking, what we're doing right now, but mm-hmm. even like saying no to someone, um, you know, all of those things, we're actually trying to avoid a bodily sensation that's not pleasant. So imagine like having to, it's like an instrument of a car or a plane, right? You have to check in and all these things process it, understand it yourself, feel comfortable with it, and then find the words to explain it and get understanding and buy-in from another person that might not use the same uh, units of measurement. They might be on uh, Celsius, uh, <laughs> right. Right? like their, their dashboard. They might have no idea. Um, I'm in a multicultural, multilingual relationship. So, you know, the Celsius is actually a real thing, but <laughs> <laughs> like, don't talk to me in feet, he says, you know, um, but actually like words feeling different. Um, And even if you are from the same culture and speak the same language, just trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes is difficult. And then figuring out, okay, what do I do with this information that my partner just gave me? What am I supposed to do? What do they want me to do? Um, And how, and are they able to do that? What you're communicating to them, what you're asking of them. I just love, I love me some Valerie. She truly is great. I'm so happy I met her too. And she gave me some wonderful advice off of the microphone, off of the camera. So maybe one day you'll be able to, to, uh, I don't know, talk me into sharing that with you guys. But until then, I'll keep it in my back pocket for later. Next, we had on the horny housewife, Jordan. How many of you guys just absolutely loved Jordan? I know so many of you guys were like, what did she look like? I need to know what she looks like. So um, Jordan was such a wonderful, wonderful guest. And what was really cool about her is that even though she was sharing her story, she asked me questions about mine. And a lot of you guys told me that she that you guys really enjoyed that. So thank you for the feedback. I love some feedback. So thank you for that. Sorry, I just got a new tattoo and it itches. Itches like a foot. So, sorry about that. Okay. Back to the podcast. Let's talk about Brooke. Brooke Bushnell from Eternova. That was such a turning point in this whole season was getting to talk to her and get to interview the company that turned my mom into a diamond. I mean, how fucking cool was that? It was, I mean, gosh, I think it's so incredible. Hold on, guys. I told you I was going to do less editing. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. Enough itching for now. All right. So, Brooke. Let's go ahead and talk about why people choose diamonds and why they're so special to us. And I love how Brooke described her dad as a diamond. And I just love it. Let's go ahead and give that a listen to. (laughs) 
So can you tell me a little bit about the the process, um, how one person would start the process with your company and kind of how long the time frame would be? Um, I know that I could talk all day about it, but I want to hear it from you since this is what you do for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So um, from end to end, our journey can take anywhere from, uh, depending on the size of the diamond and the color, anywhere from 10 to 18 months. Um, ideally, we're trying to get those times even faster because we're getting new machines, fingers crossed. Um, but how you would start is, um, first off, you love someone. Um, so for me, it's my dad and I loved him whenever, of course I loved him, but whenever he passed, um, you get these ashes, right. And you're just like, where's, where's the blonde hair? Where's the smile? Where's all the tattoos? Where's all of that? You know, you, you don't see that in ashes. So, uh, and you don't see that in an urn either. And as I was picking urns, I was like, none of these fit Joe Bushnell. I mean, he was fabulous. He was over the top. What urn is going to hold a queen, right? (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) So I started doing research and um, Instagram found a turn of a for me. It was an ad that came up and I was like, holy cow, you can make diamonds from ashes. So um, I'd say that's where it starts is a lot of people don't know that you can do this and they, they discover it and it becomes the thing to do for them. You can't talk somebody into this. You can't talk somebody out of this, um, in my opinion. So um, I would say the first thing that happens is you you have somebody that you really love and you care about and you think things like, well, what am I going to do now? I don't have them. Like what, what actually represents them? You know, how do I carry them every day? Because even a necklace with ashes, I mean, I'm not that kind of girl. I'm yeah. aesthetic, right? <laughs> so I it was, it was tough at first. Cause I was like, there's literally nothing. And then I found a turnabout. So, um, and, and now I work here, but I'd say to start, um, you call in to the company, you express that you want this, or even that you're just thinking about doing it. I mean, I called in and I just wanted to talk to somebody. I didn't want a diamond cause I was broke. I had just graduated college. <laughs> so I was just trying to f- I don't know, find my footing, figure out my right. emotional weakness, um, talk to somebody that understood. Cause I think a lot of people qu- quit asking you how you're doing and asking questions because they don't want to keep bringing up a sore subject. Cause in their mind, it's a sore subject in our minds. It's please ask me, Right. I want to talk. I'll, I'll say anything. I'll answer any question about them. Um, so whenever I called a turn of it, it was just me wanting to talk to somebody. And I talked to um, one of my favorite people in the company. Her name's Shelly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like one of my best coworkers too. So whenever I talked to her, she just, she didn't care if I was going to buy a diamond or not. She just cared that I wanted to talk about my dad and she asked me questions. And then I think at one point the phone line even got disconnected and she called me back. Oh, wow. And I was like, holy cow, this person really cares about me and I have no money to give them. Um, so I'd say it, it started there. It started with me just loving him so much that I just needed something else. So when a customer calls in, um, we want to learn about their loved one. We want to see pictures. We want to hear all the good things. If you have the bad things, we hear that too, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But each and every one of us love what we get to do. 
So you call in, you talk to us, um, we take in the ashes, we send a welcome kit. I think, did you get a welcome kit whenever you started? With the Absolutely. And I posted it yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> wow, I really hate the sound of my voice sometimes. And I continue to sing when I feel awkward. Way to go, Jesse. But I think the whole story, the whole interview with Brooke was amazing. If you have not listened to Brooke's interview, it is episode 14. 14 is my lucky number, and Brooke just happened to be on it. So go ahead and... Sorry, my face itches. First my tattoo, now my face itches. Oh, gosh. I'm going to have to go take a Benadryl or something. I'm just dying. Maybe I'll guest on my own podcast. That's not funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long day. I want to just touch base on the Touchy Subjects podcast that I did with Sean and Amanda because I love them so much and I just didn't want to have to trouble myself with the audio. So Sean and Amanda just know that I love you and I loved everything about our conversation and Sean, I will never forgive you for ruining the Disney movies for me. So thanks. Appreciate that. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that is episode 15. So give that a look. Dr. Joshua Black was one of the coolest interviews that I got to schedule. And for my close friends and family, they know how excited I was to have an interview with him because he was just he's a big time dream a grief dream doctor and I'm just a small town podcast and he immediately was like yeah absolutely I'd love to talk about this and was so enthusiastic about his work and I mean as he should as he should but I wanted to bring that to you guys I wanted to share that and I just I'm so thankful that I was able to get that time with him but I want to go and visit not only the grief dreams that he had, but there was something significant that I really enjoyed is that he was really big on pet loss too. And that's something that we don't talk a lot about because it's kind of like, actually, I don't know. I don't know why we don't talk about it enough. I don't know why we don't talk about grief. I mean, just like Valerie said, we try to avoid unwanted bodily functions feelings not functions that's weird bodily functions <laughs> um whatever valerie said but we we try to avoid those and that's exactly what we're doing when we avoid talking with grief so let's go ahead and revisit dr black's interview where we talked about the significance of pet loss so I had like friends that had lost some dogs, but when I've, when I talked to a lot of people, one of the main things that I've seen was people would, um, they wouldn't value the grief of those who had a pet die. So if you look at a lot of the different bereavement programs that are around, it's all for human loss. They go for humans that I guess made a past birth. So one of them, so my heart goes out to those people who, had an animal die because some animals are the closest thing in relationships that they've ever had. Um, 
and humans are just this very complicated relationship with, with animals they love you like for whatever you do they're always going to forgive you they're there and, and there's a different type of bond that happens and i want to so in the research i want to showcase how that was similar to a spousal or partner loss in the sense of the dreams and the the grief and in general like you definitely see that they're very similar in ways people express their grief or um, and also the dream themes that that come so it's you tell it that the grief is real and that's really really wanted to try to show it in my own own way and also with miscarriages a lot of people when they don't have the child they would say oh you just have an, another one like they, they kind of downplay the impact of what that is but just by looking at the dreams you can see how significant that was for them and they have these dreams which is very unique because when i was looking at that i didn't think they would have dreams of the deceased but they have dreams of the child they've never seen before and i think that's phenomenal because it's not a memory it's something different it's something new it's something they haven't had so that's beautiful. So yeah, so those are the reasons why I tend to look at those disenfranchised griefs um, to try to raise awareness on that and really allow people who have had those experiences um, to then be able to share those and realize it is normal. And that, yeah, they, they get the short end of the stick a lot of times in society because there's no programs for them to go to. And hopefully that's changing as we move forward. I would love, really love to sort of see that um, change just because so many people have animals and so many people grieve those animals when they die and a lot of times with kids that's one of the first deaths they've experienced and if we don't hold space for them in that time frame well then it's going to be harder for them to do the things that you need to do when another loss if their human loss happens they've already developed these little coping skills and their behaviors have already changed but if we can actually help them in the beginning to understand their emotions, learning different coping mechanisms, we can really help them in all areas of their life that we just aren't avoiding right now. So there's a couple of different reasons that sort of I kind of want to talk about the pet loss because it is something that impacts so many people and we can, do, we can just do a better job at it. I'm not crying, you're crying. Pet loss is like, I just think about when I lost my first dog. My mom actually ran it over. <laughs> ran her over. It's funny now, but it was not funny then. <laughs> and of course, like, it's not funny that she died, but... <sighs> okay, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> we'll just, just skip to the next part. So, I'm not going to pull audio from the last interview I did with Katherine Manning, but if you don't listen to any, any of my interviews, if for some reason this is the first episode that you come across, please listen to episode 17 of the podcast. We talk about empathy. And for those who don't know what empathy is, I learned... A little song about empathy from a good show called Adventure Time. And maybe this is like the first time in a long time where I'm actually allowed to sing to you because it's a song. But empathy, a little song that goes like this. <clears throat> empathy, empathy, put yourself in place of me. And there you go. You learned how to deal with empathy 
Um, empathy and sympathy are two different things, and we'll talk more about that, or we did talk about that in the interview. So I highly suggest we talk more about that later. I'm going to have her back on only because she was so amazing and had so many things to say. And one of the things that she really kind of showed me a light on is your best looks different every day. And I think that really resonated with me because some days the best I can do is is make my bed. And then other days the best I can do is just make sure my dogs aren't aren't destroying my house. I love them, but they do destroy my house sometimes. It's 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 aggravating, but it is what it is. I love you guys. They sleeping. They sleeping right now. That's why you can't hear them in the background jingling jangling. But she shared so many wonderful key components of empathy and positive self-talk. And I just am so thankful that I was able to share that with you guys. <sighs> Season 2 was so special. And I, I want to say it was a success. It was a success. Now, you'll have to excuse me being a human. But... Season 3 will be up. I will not say exactly when it will be launched because I am going back to school. I am getting my end-of-life doula certification. And for those who do not know what an end-of-life doula is, um, if you know what a midwife is, a midwife is someone who kind of directs and kind of walks a mother through motherhood. And an end-of-life doula is someone who kind of walks somebody through death. And it's a partner, it's a companionship for the dying. And I'm getting my certification in that. And it is definitely very emotionally draining. I will be completely honest with you, it is very draining. So, I will take my time to learn as much as I can to better bring you all knowledge of the death of a loved one or the dying of a loved one. And we'll be in this together. I still haven't left you yet. And I'm always just a Facebook message away or an email away. Um, if you're emailing me to put your resources on my page, please stop. Unless there is some kind of benefit for both parties, I am not going to do that. Um, I had someone reach out and was like, hey, I'm an optometrist. Can you put my resources on your page? It links with mental health too. And I'm like, no. No. That's not, no. That's not what I want. So. But I am going to take some time off from the podcast just so I can get my guest list back up and kind of get going on a few other projects I have going on and I just want to make sure that I'm I'm fully here for you guys and that does you know grief working in grief is something that you have to you have to understand when you when you're at your limit 
and I'm at my limit. Not saying I never want to do this again, but this is a job that you never get to leave at work. It always comes with you. And sometimes it's great and sometimes it's draining. And I just had a really rough couple of months and I want to get back to, to happy Jesse to to a I don't know what other Jesse can I bring you a um, adventurous Jesse a curious Jesse there we go curious is what the word I was looking for so while I take this time while I take this time to really just revamp what I've already been working on. I want you to ponder on ideas and your own grief and come become friends with it. Really understand the emotions you're going through and be kind to yourself. Give yourself grace. Every day is a different battle and some days are easier than others. I know. Jeez, I know that firsthand. Do you know how long it's taken me to do this one episode that has just reached 30 minutes? It's taken me over a week to do it. But I am human. I am one person. So it's a little bit harder for me. <sighs> With that being said, I'm going to hop off. I'm going to hop off and I'm going to go take me a nap. I want to thank you all so, so much for all your love, all your support, and we're going to do this again. We're going to keep doing this, and we're going we're gonna to change some lives. But for now, let's take it easy and be kind to ourselves really understand the emotions we're going through and remember to to thrive to live and some days you just need a nap and that's the best you can do then damn it that's the best you can do and that's okay that's okay because I just the other day the best I could do was just to make sure that my dogs were fed and they went outside to play that is literally all I did all day yeah. It's it, the struggle's still there. <laughs> but I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... 
Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Long weekends are all about getting a little you time. And at the Home Depot, U time starts with you saving. Saving space with an HDX 27-gallon tough tote for only $13.98. Saving time with a free and fast-charging 18-volt battery when you buy select Milwaukee Power Toolkits. And saving you a trip with free delivery on over 1 million items. Do Labor Day your way with savings right now at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.